up, fam? Feels good, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I know it, dude. Yeah. And without further ado, we broadcast some live. Hello, hello again, everyone. And welcome to the Drama Club. My name is Stephanie. And my name is May. And this is our Afternoon Delight episode. Yes, some of you don't know this, but we just recorded a full episode. <laughs> and I am still parched. <laughs> You'll get that joke on Thursday. <laughs> this is the closest episode to the Emmys we're going to have. So we wanted to just talk about it, even though it's kind of old news. I don't want to like talk about it, talk about it. I just just literally just one thing. What? I saw Antonio Banderas in the audience mm-hmm. with a woman yeah. who looked exactly like Melanie Griffith. No way. Yes. Was it her? No. Oh. Like, wh- who is he? He kissed her and everything, like, after, you know, because he was nominated. Like, yeah. And I was like, what? That's what? weird. Don't do that. Just get back with Melanie. Yeah. Huh. That's odd. Put your dick back in your pants. Take it out from Melanie. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess there's nothing I wanted. I really liked the when Broad City presented. Oh, yeah, me too. They were like, a lot of you don't know this, but we and we play best friends on TV. But in real life, I'm Abby's father. (laughs) It's just her face. Like, yeah, the way she pulls it off. Yeah. And Abby's just like. (laughs) Do you have uh, like a, a best rest or something? Um. I really liked um, the pink dress that Homegirl from Mission Impossible 2 was wearing. Tandy Newton? Yeah. Yeah. I also liked her speech where she was like, I don't believe in God, but I'm going to thank her. I'm going to thank her. Yeah. Yeah, That was was gangsta. I was like, am I, do I stand her now? Like, yes. No, she's cool as fuck. Um, What about you? Did you have anybody particularly well-dressed? I didn't really like what Issa was wearing, the blue, the pettywinkle blue jumpsuit. Yeah. Not my favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I, we talked about this with Tiffany, how much I hate Jessica Biel, but, oh, I, yeah, yeah. but I loved what she was wearing. She looked yeah, great. Her dress was beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, off the, t- off the dome, I want to say she's like, was one of the best dressed. Oh, that's nice, May. <laughs> that's nice of you to put your feelings aside. <laughs> <laughs> I could be, a, I could be a judge, dude. I yeah. could be a judge on the Supreme Court. I'm very non-biased. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Anything else? Anything else? Any shout outs? Um, ooh. I'm, I'm going, I sent out the latest sticker request this week. So, okay, great. So they should be should... getting in the mail. This couple started arguing in Spanish at the office the other day. And then uh, when they left, because you have to ask them all sorts of things, like how much do you earn and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the wife didn't know any of that because he handles all the finances mm. so she was like real interested and like would ask other questions <laughs> and then they just started arguing anyways so when they left i was telling the secretaries man i never gotten in a fight in spanish it's like it seems like <laughs> passionate yeah, and shit, yeah. you know so then i text Hoel and i was like next time we fight i think we should fight in spanish and he said vete a la chingada <laughs> I thought he was gonna bust out a Ricky Ricardo and been like, uh, "Mira que tiene cosa esta cosa esta." <laughs> that was that was Ricky's go-to. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's my week. This is my afternoon delight. Everybody, be delighted. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about 
Bronx American Puerto Rican heartbreaker Jenny from the Block. Hey, what what specifically? Oh my god. It has to do with a little song called I'm Real. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been worried I've been worried about how we we're going to do this one, but actually why? We got we got the word. Yeah, we got the word. Naranja. Yeah. yeah. And actually it's really funny cuz I wrote it out like that in okay, my thing. Okay. Good. <laughs> I wrote, she's from Jumble Beginnings. <laughs> I'm in Humble, my bad. <laughs> Jenny is from Humble Beginnings, uh-huh. starting out on the block, mm-hmm. yeah. then as a dancer, then on In Living Color, then in Janet Jackson's video for the best song, That's the Way Love Goes. Yep, yep. Then, what was, wait, to, what was go ahead. Oh, I really like, uh, Drake is problematic and we don't fuck with him. We're going to talk about this later. But... <laughs> He, I do like it in my feelings where he's like, from the black like you, Jenny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so then she made it on her own as an actress mm-hmm. in 1999. Did she? <laughs> <laughs> She's doing her best, Jenny. <laughs> in 1999, Jenny embarked on a solo singing career, debuting the song, If You Had My Love. Mm-hmm. On her first album, On the Six. Mm-hmm. This was already after she had made somewhat of a name for herself in acting, like I said, starring in such roles as Selena, mm-hmm. Out of Sight, and Anaconda. <laughs> I I like all three of those movies. <laughs> yeah, me too. Shout out to Ice Cube. <laughs> Any movie with Ice Cube is like a like an action movie. Yeah. I always think he's great in that. Really? Like the Triple X? Or what's the one he has with George Clooney? Three Kings? Three Kings. Yeah, that movie's tight. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. Um, but Jenny loved to sing and dance, so mm-hmm. she crossed over to try to make it in the world of music. And it worked. Her yeah. album was a hit, and she was one of the few people who has successfully converted from film star to pop star. Yeah. Also, I, I feel like, um, not to give too much credit to a man for a woman's <laughs> success, but... Diddy was in the picture. Yeah, Diddy helped her for sure. Yeah. So I just saw this picture that was like Jay-Z, Nas, Diddy, Pharrell, Beyonce. Ooh, I think um, DJ Khaled. And it was like, who has the most influence? Mm -hmm. And everybody was saying Diddy. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Who do you think? Maybe Jay-Z. Yeah. Yeah, but some of his stuff doesn't work out. Like Tidal... But it's still it's still alive and breathing. That's true. I wonder how much money he's lost off that shit. I know. All right, all right. Anyways, I digress. In the early 2000s, Jenny wanted to develop her image a bit more. And like May said, this is around the time she started uh, dating Diddy. So that helped. And she debuted a second album entitled J-Lo. Because, you know, she wants to be cool and hip. Yeah, yeah. And she wants to have a funky nickname. Right. I'm the, here for it, though. I think that's a great... That's one of the all-time great nicknames. That's a good-ass nickname. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the album was number one on the Billboard charts at the same time as her movie, The Wedding Planner, was number one at the box office. Wow. So she's the first woman to ever have a film and album simultaneously at number one in the United <gasps> States. Oh, God. Madonna is shook. That's a pretty good <laughs> title to have, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll fight you for it. I'll train for that shit. <laughs> After a few months, J-Lo's album started to decline on the charts. So her boss, Tommy Mottola, mm-hmm. recruited rapper Ja Rule to remix the song I'm Real 
to sound more, quote, urban oriented. Yeah. <laughs> That's one, low key racist. Yeah. They had something about the way, something yeah. about Tommy Matola yeah. calling Ja Rule to say the words urban oriented. <laughs> I don't like, I don't, that don't sit well with me. <laughs> This led to the release of I'm Real The Murder Remix. Yep. Which quickly reached the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 with millions of women rumming, rumming, <laughs> running to emulate Jenny's signature pink juicy couture jumpsuit from the video. Yes. This well-deserved number one. This song is amazing. It's a bop. It is really good, man. Yeah. This song, like I said, is the main topic of today's quickie. It stayed number one for five weeks in the summer of 2001, and you could not get away from this shit. No. You could not turn on the fucking radio, walk into a store, like anything. Without hearing, what's my motherfucking name? (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Uh, Can you come here and do that Ja Rule thing you do? Please. Do when you say uh, the murder thing. Please. Oh, you only say, and only for the rule, baby. Only for the rule, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, so the song was, however, coupled with controversy. Mm-hmm. The first drama, it had two dramas. Yeah. So, so the first drama had to do with the use of the sample and structure of the song. There's an uncredited sample of the Yellow Magic Orchestra's song Firecracker while Mm. in the original version. Uh And then the remix uses the Mary Jane girls all night long as well as the hook from Rick James' Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. The Firecracker sample, however, was reportedly originally planned to be used on Mariah Carey's song Loverboy. Mariah called to license the song sample months before Jennifer Lopez or her team did the same. Oh, that's why they don't fuck with each other? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Mariah's immediate thought was that her ex-husband and music exec Tommy <gasps> Matola interfered with her career by arranging the sample to go to Lopez instead of Mariah. Yeah. This shit is sketchy. Fuck. This is some Game of Thrones shit. I right? would watch Game of Thrones if it was like this. Oh my god, Tommy <laughs> Matola, Mariah Carey, yeah. Jennifer Lopez, Talia. Fuck yes, Talia Ju- the, the juicy, <laughs> the juicy couture <laughs> jumpsuit line, <laughs> Jaru set in like two thousand one. Yeah, fuck yeah, or yeah. two thousand four. I like it in two thousand four better. <laughs> Upset by all of this, Mariah references the song on her remix to Loverboy. <laughs> During a part where DeBrat raps, the song cuts to the melody of the song Firecracker, and DeBrat says, Hate on me much as you want to. You can't do what the fuck I do. Bitches be emulating me daily. Oh, it's on. It's on. Yeah. J-Lo got to come correct. She got to come back with this. Right? Irv Gotti later admitted in an interview with NX. In an interview with XXL magazine that Tommy Matola contacted him directly with instructions to produce a song sounding exactly like the song he had made with Mariah for the Glitter soundtrack, also featuring Ja Rule. Wow. So basically, like, he did that shit. He wanted to fucking shade Mariah. That's messy. I wonder how their divorce was... You know, it had to be messy as fuck. Yeah, but why? Because Mariah's a diva. Yeah, but wh- what's the point? For what reason would you go through all that trouble, you know? Pettiness? It's just, just petty, straight just pettiness. Petty. Yeah. Ugh. 
you're petty and in power. Those are two dangerous positions. Mm -hmm. The second drama, the most drama with the song, came with Lopez's use of a racial slur in the murder remix. She straight up (laughs) says the N-word in a line going, quote, now people screaming, what's the deal with you? And so and so I tell them naranjas, mind they biz, but they don't hear me, though. Mm -hmm. Protesters immediately drew banners at a concert and Lopez got hella, hella heat for being racist. Yeah. Jenny responded saying that, quote, for anyone to think that I'm racist is absurd and hurtful. The song was written by Ja Rule and we didn't intend for it to hurt anybody. Ja Rule also came to her defense and said, quote, I think it's silly and it's blown way out of proportion. But the public was shocked and they fucking dragged her. Let let me say that if it if I wouldn't have said it, you know, like, but but Fat Joe says it. Yeah. Okay, I get to that right now. Okay. Allegedly, hundreds and thousands of listeners called her record label to complain about the song. Mm hmm. Ja Rule also pointed out that J-Lo, so this is what May was saying right now, Ja Rule pointed out that J-Lo isn't the first Latino to use the word in a song and others have ducked backlash for years, maybe because those songs weren't hits. Yeah. In a public performance of the song, Ja Rule puts his arm around J-Lo and calls her my naranja wow. to show solidarity. I know, Ja Rule, relax. But also, he wrote it and he was part of the of the production of it. He got a he has to defend it yeah you know? he but can't just throw her said, under the bus yeah but he's even said in magazines like why can't jenny say it Mm-mm. and he said all my spanish naranjas i know say naranja <sighs> that doesn't make it right right that's not the right take right so like may was saying fellow bronx native puerto ricans big pun and fat joe say that word very regularly in their songs mm-hmm. a- and eyebrows don't raise it's in the chorus of Lean Back. That's, a, that's yeah. a monster hit. I didn't hear anybody talking about it back then. No. And Fat Joe has commented on it. And all he ever says is that's a pult- that's part of the culture of the hood in New York. We're ghetto. The Spanish people and the black people, we're right beside each other. And we, that's what we call each other on the streets. All right. Fat Joe, sit your fat ass down. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that fat anymore. Oh, he isn't? No, he had okay. um, gastric bypass. Oh, interesting. I don't know, man. Just don't say it. It's so simple. Yeah. Don't say it. People are so dumb. A lot of people say that the thing is that Jenny forgets that she's a fucking movie star. She's not Jenny from the block. Mm -hmm. She's a fucking A-list, privileged ass actress, and she cannot be saying shit like that. Right. After a while, it did all blow over, and she brushed it off, and the song continued on being an early 2000s icon. Yes. Who doesn't remember Jenny hitting the fire hydrant in booty shorts, <laughs> leaning over to play baseball? <laughs> that, so that's, that's the drama. That's, that's the new American flag. It, right? Jenny in <laughs> booty shorts. There is a there's a third drama. Yeah, that about this. Ashanti? Yeah. So that's like the most recent drama is people have like basically confirmed, right? Yeah. That Ashanti is the person who sings the chorus of this song. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So I think there's there's an interesting video of Ashanti talking about it where she's like she she did the um, the reference track in the studio when her and Ja were like, you know, when he was writing it or whatever. And they were trying to work it out. 
Uh-huh. And she said that she expected J-Lo to just re-sing the whole song. Obviously, that happens all the time. It's fine. It's just like she needed the, to do the reference track so that J-Lo would know how to sing it. And she said when she heard the song, when Jop played her the song when it was done or she heard it on the radio or whatever, she was like, um, excuse this, me. Yeah. She was like, this is this is my voice. I am all over this song. And yeah. Drama. That's interesting. So does she sing on most of the song, like more than the hook? hook? Yes. And the T is NT, entertainment lawyer from Crazy Days and Nights, says that J-Lo doesn't sing on most of her own songs. Really? Yeah. I was looking at like, uh, I was reading about On the Six. I do like that one song, Waiting for Tonight. Oh, I love Waiting for Tonight. Oh. Mm -hmm. Also, on, I think this was on J-Lo. I really like a play come on play that song yeah that song's tight play it all night long okay but my thing about that rumor about j-lo is that if you were gonna have somebody else sing your songs wouldn't you pick a better singer <laughs> no shade no shade no but i'm serious like and it's like uh she had to pick somebody believable yeah you know what i mean yeah she can't have aretha franklin singing her shit yeah 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 that's true that's true. Yeah. Anyways, so that's the early 2000s drop. What a time to be alive. <laughs> that was like the best time of my life. <laughs> Where were you? Everybody remembers just like the Kennedy assassination. Where were you <laughs> when you heard J-Lo say Nara? In your apartment at University Theater playing fucking beer pong probably. <laughs> well, guys, that's the afternoon delight. And look out for our next episode this Thursday. Yeah, it's a twofer. It's a fun twofer. Yeah. And we hope you enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Hope your afternoon was delightful. And we will see you again soon. Buy a sticker. They're $2 if you want to support the podcast. And give us a shout out on social media. At Drama Club Pod. On Twitter, Twitter and, and Insta. Insta. <laughs> <laughs> and also, ooh, um, reviews. Reviews. We need more reviews. Yeah. Can you guys review us? If you know a friend who's listening to us, can you tell them to review us? Or just if take their phone and do it. Yeah. If you don't have a friend that's listening to us, could you tell a friend to listen to us? <laughs> what else All could i that. get you guys to do can you write my trial briefs for me and like come can over you, and clean my house will you uh squeeze me some fresh orange juice <laughs> <laughs> all right guys bye later however whatever with your helmet <laughs>